On episode 285 of the Tennis Files podcast, you learn the eight key fitness principles for a strong and healthy 2023. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at newbalance.com. Welcome to the Tennis Files Podcast, bringing you advice from the top minds in tennis to help you improve your game. And now, here's your host, Mirban Iranshad. Hey there, and welcome to this episode of the podcast. I'm really excited to talk to you today about the eight key fitness principles to give you a strong and healthy 2023. And I've written down these eight key principles for us to go through so that I can help you with your fitness goals for this year, and I hope that you find them valuable and take some notes. So the first one, and let's just launch right into it, is consistency. So how much time do you have per week? That's something you need to ask yourself. And then once you figure that out, I want you to lean on the side of less is more. So some people at the beginning of the year, what they'll do is they'll create these you know, one hour, one and a half hour sessions, like five days a week, and that's their plan. And it's pretty hard to um, keep up with that, especially if you (laughs) have not worked out consistently before um, or have taken a while off or whatnot. So then you fall off the bandwagon once or twice, and then you feel bad about it. And you also think, wow, this is a long workout and I don't really feel like doing this. So it's much better to uh, even schedule, you know, like three 20 minute workouts, uh, three thirty-minute workouts, etc. You know, per week, and then you can establish consistency. And then once you establish that consistency, then you can keep going, and um, you know, maybe increase your workouts uh, by a bit, and then keep consistent with that. And that's a much better way to ease yourself into it. And really, establishing the habit is the most important part of it. And then number two is evaluate your strengths and weaknesses because you do want to build your workouts keeping these in mind, you know, if you have a weak area, maybe your ankle mobility is, is particularly weak or you have a weak, uh, weak glutes, uh, which is actually one of my issues right now, then you want to um, build uh, more exercises around that. And conversely, you know, if you're stronger in a particular area, you probably don't need to focus on that so much. So that's a key principle that I've learned from talking with a lot of fitness experts. Key number three is every exercise should have a purpose. And I remember talking with my friend, Dean Hollingworth, and you know he went on a huge rant about seeing these crazy workouts on social media. And then you know a lot of people will just like copy a workout that they see just because they think it's cool. The problem with that is people you know, do these routines and they have no idea what that routine is gonna do. They just maybe look at the athlete who's doing it and then that person seems to be fit. So they'll think, oh, you know, why, why shouldn't I do this too? This looks cool. And, you know, sometimes that can be dangerous, um, especially like when they're doing crazy box jumps or something like that. Um, but it's also very inefficient because as we talked to uh, about in uh, point number two, evaluating your strengths and weaknesses, that's definitely something that um, plays into this. And then you have to ask yourself for each exercise that is in your routine, you want to ask yourself, what 
is this exercise doing to help me become a better tennis player, a better athlete? So I think that's really key for you when you construct your workout or when you revise it and such. Number four is that you really do want to focus on the dynamic warm-up. It will help you prevent injuries and enhance performance. Since I've been doing this before playing, I've noticed that my body has just been much more ready to go. I used to not do this, and then it would always take me like a set to warm up, which uh, really was annoying. And right now, I'm you know especially doing it because I've had some issues uh, with my calf and whatnot. So I'm making sure to do that, and it's made a huge difference in my health. So some examples of dynamic warm-up exercises are like jumping jacks, walking lunges, leg swings, you know, maybe some uh, some one-legged hops, things like that. So there's plenty of uh, material surrounding that uh, that I've discussed at length in my uh, podcast and summit uh, episode. So uh, definitely want to make sure you do the dynamic warm-up. Number five is you want to find a good PT for rehab. You know, quick story about uh, my calf injury that I sustained. I had strained my calf about three times uh, within a month period, which was really annoying. And so I went to my family PT, really nice guy. But um, after doing a bunch of scans and getting an MRI, you know, I go back to him and then at, he says that he doesn't know what's wrong. And he says, uh, you know, maybe let's try like a, a back rehab routine. Uh, or, you know, PT sessions on this takes like six weeks. And then what I did was I thought, you know, this doesn't feel right. So I talked to uh, a good buddy of mine, Sam, and he uh, has sustained, you know, injuries and, and he knows a really good PT who deals specifically with athletes, including many tennis players. So I went to this individual and he's been doing a great job with me uh, so far and uh, gave me these. Well, I mean, first of all, he, you know, he asked you some questions. He looked at, at the areas with pain and then he properly diagnosed me with what the problem was, which uh, was weak glutes and needing to do some exercises um, for my calf and, and of course my glutes. And so, yeah, then he's been giving me these, these rehab exercises and did some dry needling and stim and cupping. And it's really helped me um, a lot. So, um, Big uh, shout out to uh, to Impact Sports. Um, they've been doing a great job. So that's just the power of you know getting a second opinion, or you know if you see a PT or a doctor and they don't know what's going on, then you just try someone else, do a bit more research. So uh, that's that's really important. So Dr. Josh, thanks thanks a lot for the help there. Um, it's really been helping a lot. You know I've been doing these uh, rehab exercises every single day. And then had been seeing him for once a week for maybe like the past, you know, like four or five weeks. And uh, it's really helped me a lot. So, yeah, that's number five is if you have injuries, first of all, do not delay checking them out because it'll just make things worse. So I would advise you to find somebody to help you out with that uh, really good PT. Um, Number six, the sixth principle is that. Strength is the most important of all the fitness aspects. It's the most critical um, in talking with, you know, Dr. Mark Kovacs and, and Dean and a lot of others. Because, I mean, first of all, your power and your speed comes from your strength. So you'll find that, you know, these athletes, uh, a lot of them go through either a strength building phase and then they will turn that strength into power and speed through, you know, different 
you know, types of exercises, or maybe they modify the exercises that they've been doing to have more of a, you know, be within that power or speed, like rep range, which is lower, things like that. And then, I mean, secondly, and maybe even more importantly, is that um, the strength, uh, working on your strength keeps you from getting injured. So, you know, as we age, we lose muscle mass gradually. And so when you do strength and resistance exercises, then you're going to, you know, increase muscle mass or at least maintain it. And that also just makes you less susceptible to injuries. Of course, you do want to pay attention to your uh, stretching and your mobility work, but strength is just so critical for us all. So if you, you know, are really devoid of time and you're wondering, oh, like, should I do resistance training? Should I do agility? Should I do, you know, other things? I would focus on your strength workouts and then also, of course, dynamic warm-ups and, and stretching. Uh, number seven is you do want to keep these workout principles in mind. And I got these from Satoshi Ochi, who is the uh, head strength and conditioning coach at USCA National Campus. And he gave me these three principles. He said, workout should be specific to tennis. So you want to think about mainly like the work to rest ratio when you're constructing your workouts. You know how, you know, we our, our points are just a few seconds and we rest for a few seconds, et cetera. So you don't want to keep that in mind when you're constructing your workouts. Number two is it should have overload. So you want to have um, overload stress so that the body adapts. Um, so, you know, when possible, you want to increase or you want to overload the muscle by increasing, you know, the, the weights, um, for example, or other parameters. And then number three is progression. So it kind of feeds into the overload that I just went over where you want to increase the resistance, the reps, the sets, or a number of sessions, you know, one or more of those. And then you also want to uh, potentially decrease the rest time or the goal time. You know, if you're doing agility workouts or whatever, or speed, uh, of course, you know, the less time, the better. And also, you know, decrease rest time uh, will make things tougher. And you may have to uh, decrease the weight as well if you do that. Uh, but these principles of uh, tennis specificity uh, for your workouts, your um, overload and progression are really key. Um, you certainly don't want to be doing like uh, workouts that are appropriate to a bodybuilder or something like that, you know, like super high reps or whatever, if that's not going to help your tennis in the long run. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at newbalance.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Uh, and then number eight is to eat healthy and sleep enough. Um, that's super key, obviously. I mean, I, I found through using my Aura Ring, uh, which I have on right here. I think you can see it. 
is that uh, eating and drinking alcohol uh, close to bed results in worse quality of sleep. And I see that um, through my O-ring data, you know, because my heart rate variability, HRV, the number, like it's, is less than half of my normal HRV numbers. My, my heart rate also, uh, the average and the highest um, number is higher than uh, when I have a normal night of restful sleep. And also my just sleep parameters, you know, I'll, I'll wake up at night or I won't have as much deep sleep as usual, things like that. So all those things happen if I don't eat, either don't eat healthy or I eat close to bed or I drink uh, close to bed. And, you know, sometimes this is tough. It's like, uh, it's hard to avoid, um, but you do have to keep that in mind too um, for the next day. You know, hopefully if you do do this or you just kind of let loose or whatever, you know, just be aware that your next day, day's performance is not going to be <laughs> that great uh, for the vast majority of us, unless you're some sort of machine. And uh, with the sleep, you know, sleep uh, amount that you need varies uh, for everybody. So just experiment with how much you need. And if you want to uh, get a, a really good idea of what type of diet and, and nutrition you need, then I would highly suggest to check out episode 233 to learn how to structure your diet for optimal performance uh, with Tara Collingwood. Um, that was a good one. Now, as a bonus, I want to give you kind of a loose structure um, or a broad structure for uh, potentially creating your workouts uh, for 2023. And again, I got this from Satoshi Ochi um, from USTA Strength and Conditioning. And you do need to play around with this. So this, so this first temp, this weekly template is if you have uh, time each day. Okay. So minimum, you know, maybe 20 to 30 minutes would, would be probably enough. But um, I would suggest based on my conversation with Satoshi and his presentation that you include two days of strength training uh, and or plyometrics, two days of footwork uh, slash tennis specific endurance, and then uh, one to two days of cross training or regeneration. And then, yeah, that, that's what I would suggest. And then you can have it one to two days of rest. Uh, and then for a sample strength training workout that I've been doing lately, I can give you that as well. So what I like to do is I like to warm up with three to five exercises. Uh, you know, dynamic warmups are good. Uh, as I mentioned, you know, jumping jacks, walking lunges, leg swings, etc. And then what I do for my workout is a structure of a lower push, lower pull, upper push, up uh, two upper pull exercises, shoulders, hips, and core. So to give you an example, for the lower push, I do something like a goblet squat, and you can do different variations of the squat, of course. For the lower pull, I would do the um, uh, one arm slash leg RDL. And then for the, uh, which RDL is Romanian deadlift, by the way. Uh, and then for my upper push exercise, I would do a dumbbell bench press. For the upper pull, I would do two exercises. And this is because uh, we generally do have an imbalance of front to back. So our upper pull is weaker than our upper push. So I would do two exercises. And examples of these would be dumbbell pullover and a dumbbell bent over fly. And then for shoulders, you can do band pull aparts. For your hips, you can do three-way touches or hip thrusts. And then for your core, you can do something like a plank and hold for 60 seconds or however much you can do. 
I probably wouldn't go too long on that though. Like I probably over two minutes would be pushing it. Although you see, you see like the Guinness book of worlds fella. Uh, I forget how, how he did it like a day or something. It was crazy. But anyways, I know that you probably are wondering what some of these, these exercises are, and obviously you can Google them, but I do have another really great bonus that I think you'll enjoy, which is a fantastic resource called Dartfish. It's an exercise database, completely free. It has over 200 exercises. And just check the link in the show notes page to, to, all you have to do is just go there and just click it. And again, it's a totally free database. All these exercises that I mentioned and, you know, 200 more-ish, you'll see videos of these. So I think it's fantastic. Such a great resource and big up to, to uh, Dartfish for doing that. Some other notes are when you structure your workout, and I hope you're enjoying these <laughs> bonuses past the, the number, you know, eight tips is if you have four or more days to work out, then you can structure your workouts according to different muscle groups, you know, like upper pull uh, one day, upper push another day, or, you know, things like that, or, you know, upper upper pull and lower pull one day, and then lower push, upper push another day. However, generally speaking, and, and again, when talking with these top fitness experts, a full body workout is optimal. Um, think about it, you know, and when you play tennis, you're working your full body in the first place, but also for time constraints as well, because we realize that, you know, most of you probably want to play a few days a week, and then maybe you have like two to three days max to work out. So in that case, definitely do the full body workouts. And then also, um, one other thing that's helped me a lot is to use the right shoes. That's something that I've, I've, you know, if I've used shoes for too long or if I use the wrong type of shoe or like I was actually using um, these Nike GP turbos and they were really great, super cushiony, but they were just too narrow. And that was also hurting me. So I changed to uh, Deodoro Blue Shield Torneos and those are really fantastic. So um, really like that. Um, Foot Dr. Zach, thanks for your your um, reviews. That's partly how I decided to switch to the uh, the Torneos. So yeah, those are the um, <laughs> eight key fitness principles for a strong and healthy 2023, plus the uh, the weekly template and the strength training example workout. So, and then these other tips. I hope you enjoyed that. I'll just rip through the top eight again, or the eight keys. Consistency, evaluate your strengths and deficiencies. Every exercise should have a purpose. Dynamic warmups are key. Find a good PT for rehab. Number six, strength is the most important of all the fitness aspects. Number seven uh, is the workout principles of specific to tennis, overload and progression. Number eight is eat healthy and sleep enough. And then you can rewind if you want to see, um, you know, want to write down the weekly template that I gave for it to you and the strength training sample workout. And yeah, that's pretty much it. So I hope you enjoyed this one and uh, always enjoy bringing new content to you. and. Uh, also got to give a shout out to to my friend Peter Freeman because we actually did like this um, mega coaching call because I'll be participating in uh, TennisCon Live end of March, early April in Tampa at the beautiful Innisbrook Resort. So I, you know, we did this call and then he, uh, Peter called on me to do, give some fitness advice. And then I thought, you know what? It's, it's still January. People are really focused on fitness at this time. Let me just create a fitness episode talking about, you know, the biggest 
most important fitness principles that I've learned. So I hope you enjoyed these. And yeah, thanks so much for listening. And I do want to bring up a an inspirational quote as I often do at the end of this show. And this one is by Mark Cain. And uh, Mark said, the first step towards success is taken when you refuse to be a captive of the environment in which you first find yourself. So definitely love that. Uh, I'll also uh, include a link to TennisCon Live, and I'm making that note right now uh, so that you can check that out. Uh, full disclosure, I do get um, a commission if you join that, but I would love to see you there live. It would be so, so much fun. And I'll be doing lessons, uh, presentations, and live demonstrations um, with Peter on dominating the midcourt and then destroying overheads or however you want to. I forgot the exact title, but you know, making sure that you put away overheads with, with good technique and footwork and whatnot. So, and there'll be a lot of great presentations. You know, have got uh, Gigi Fernandez, uh, got Ryan Reedy, Kevin Garlington, John Craig. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of great coaches there. So, all righty then, uh, oh, Jorge Capistani, one of my favorites. So yeah, with that, thanks so much for listening. Really appreciate it. And I'll see you next time on the Tennis Files podcast. And if you can leave a review for the show, I would really appreciate that as well. You can do that at tennisfiles.com slash Apple Podcasts or use the favorite your favorite podcast app that you use to listen to the show. And that's it for me. Uh, this is Maribon Aranshad, your faithful host, signing out. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Tennis Files podcast. For more tips to help you improve your tennis game, visit tennisfiles.com.